Good afternoon, Patriots, and it's Monday, January 2nd, in the year 2023. It's now officially our second show into the new year of 2023, and I'm just going to announce something here, kind of big, and that is that yesterday, on New Year's Day, we broke 34 million downloads. That's right. 34 million downloads yesterday we broke. And we are global, growing like crazy, too. This is so exciting. It's like bringing Jesus to everybody's house. Thirty-four million. Never thought. Did you realize that in 2020 we had just like a hundred thousand? Talking about God working. This is fantastic. Over a hundred thousand, just around a hundred thousand downloads in 2020. Three years later, that was the end. It was the beginning of 2021. Yet three years later, we are at 34 million. It's like two and a half years later, really, which is amazing, incredible. That's God moving right there. So thank you all very much. I need to do my math again. That's actually only two years, not three, two years. Incredible. And and who's saying God doesn't move the world? That is fantastic. Thank you all. This is fantastic. We are just having an amazing channel here. And with that, we have the perfect ad to start the new year because we know this is going to be a little more than just a little crazy. So buckle up, patriots. You know how passionate I am about our Constitution and especially the Second Amendment, but just as passionate about being responsible and protecting my family. I discovered the perfect way to train with your firearm in the comfort of your own home and continue to improve your skills. It's called iTarget Pro, and this system is a game changer for me. All I did was download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into my firearm, and start training. The system develops muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. Right now, save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to itargetpro.com. With the cost of ammo through the roof, this is the perfect solution for you. That's the letter itargetpro.com, itargetpro.com. The offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. This is something you definitely need. All right, so you're going to get one of those. You're going to hang around the family, sit around there, target practice on the ornaments that are left around, and do it safely in your home, which will be great. I want to read you this statistic. It's really interesting. It was a poll done on the Steve Bannon War Room site, and this was the question. The question put out, and they had 26,000 American of America, 26,000 people were surveyed of, of people who shoot. They asked the question, if you're interested in long-range shooting, what is your primary reason? And here we go. So bottom of the list was shooting matches, three-gun PRS. So that's all shooting matches stuff. If you've never done three-gun, that's kind of fun. Second bottom from the – so that like that's number five, number four. Number three is hunting. That's only 14% of the responders. So 5% was because people wanted to do shooting matches. was for hunting. 28% is challenging and different. 52% of the respondents, however, in the number one slot stated Second Amendment preparedness in war. Let me just break that out a little bit because the one way that the Patriots won in the original American Revolution 
was that they did guerrilla tactics. And that means that they didn't do the line tactics of the British and stand nose to nose and shoot each other and expect to win because they knew the British could out shoot them and they could out uh, professionalize them. But the one thing that the Patriots were good at were just being guerrillas in the woods. They knew how to hunt. And so when you read something like this, this is a very reflective state of mind of America. We know that this government is corrupt. We know this government is trying to come after people's homes. And we know that they like to come in heavy, like with the FBI coming in with scuba teams and drones and everybody hitting one house. But when you're talking about long-range shooting, you're not talking about doing a firefight toes-to-toe. You're talking about doing one shot at a time, plucking away, wearing down your enemy. Now, in no way am I implying in any such a way that Americans should be thinking about any sort of violent action towards their lovely government because we know that we have a beautiful government. It loves us dearly, and it's here to take care of you. Remember, I'm the government. We're here to help. This is just a poll that I'm just kind of breaking down so people understand the deeper meaning of it. And it reflects an idea that patriots truly believe still in the importance of one shot, one kill, like any good hunter would. And that would be stewardship (laughs) of your ammo. That's what that would be. Make it all count. That's what it means right there. Say, you know, I don't know if you have anybody that doesn't believe in weather warfare, but I thought this was an interesting piece that was stated by John F. Kennedy. Something you might want to remember. 1961, President John F. Kennedy speaks about weather control and satellite technology at the United Nations General Assembly. And as we extend the rule of law on Earth, so must we also extend it to man's new domain out of space. To this end, we shall urge proposals extending the United Nations Charter to the limits of man's exploration in the universe. Reserving out of space for peaceful use, prohibiting weapons of mass destruction, we shall propose further cooperative efforts between all the nations in weather prediction and eventually in weather control. We shall propose finally a global systems of communication satellite linking the whole world in telegraph and telephone and radio and television. The day need not be far away when such a system will televise the proceedings of this body to every corner of the world for the benefit of peace. Yeah, we don't need any more UN. And don't give up your guns either. Whatever comes, do not give up your guns. They're going to try to squeeze you, though. They're going to try to convince you that it's all bad. It's all evil. Expect to see more false flags in this coming year and many more crazy things. Who knows? But it's, there's going to be a crazy year. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's do some spiritual warfare. Father, we're blessed as we enter into this calendar year of 2023, though we know that the original calendar was 13 months. And we know the thing is all jury-rigged up to confuse us. But that doesn't change our celebration of our love in Jesus, our celebration of the love in you, and just the focus on our hearts on where we need to be each and every day. This Luciferian order has tried constantly to turn things on its head, to try to convince us that we don't have a Sabbath, to try to convince us that, we, that somehow it's going to be a different day than Jesus' birthday, whatever. Here's what we know, Father. Every single day we celebrate Jesus' birthday, and every single day we celebrate the sacrifice, crucifixion of Jesus, the murder of Jesus, actually. 
but also the resurrection. So that's in our hearts every day. And so no matter what these fools do in trying to confuse things and make it their, their holidays for sacrifice, we're not going to play because we're going to walk each and every day, Father, with the celebration of you, the love of you, the celebration of your son, Jesus, the celebration of his birth, the celebration of his resurrection and what that meant for us. And we're never going to forget that the same dirty hands that murdered him are the same dirty hands that are raging in this earth today. So, Father, as we stand here on this new year, knowing that this year is going to be a mighty year of disruption, of change, of unbelievable things, we're ready. We're ready because we're standing solidly on this rock of faith, and we're excited about it. We're not apprehensive. We're not timid. We're not having any sort of anxiety. We don't really know how it's going to go exactly. It's kind of like being on a roller coaster, not knowing exactly how it's going to feel at the tips and valleys. But this is what we do know, is that like any good roller coaster, where we're buckled in, you've got us, and you've got us tight. And we're good. We're just, give us the ride. This will be the experience of our lifetime. And we're excited about this, Father. So there's no apprehension towards what we face. There is a greater joy in knowing over this last year, Father, that we have celebrated you, come closer to you, come closer to our relationship in Jesus than I would say we ever thought possible. And we have seen so many more come this way. And so we're praying for those that are starting to awaken or seeking or have started to touch that real power and joy of Jesus. And let them feel it. Let them experience it. And those opportunities that we can have before us, for us to in, to bring people closer to Jesus, we embrace that fully. So, Father, we are, we're ready for this walk. Now, Father, we also know something else. If we, if we don't know this, we should. But you have placed each one of us strategically where we need to be. And unfortunately, Father, so often we think we're all supposed to be the quarterback, missing the point that every person has an essential and critical place to be in this massive army that you've assembled and called, and we're answering the call. So, Father, with this, we're also, as we stand here, we have to start realizing that one of the most powerful tools we have in this war is truth. And so as we've tried many times to talk to some and they've turned their back on us and we have maybe an apprehension to approach others because of their anger or their flash of insanity, what we have to remember is you placed us there in those moments to speak truth and to bring truth to their heart. And even if they don't like it and even if it feels uncomfortable for us, we have a responsibility in this hour more than ever to speak truth because it's the truth that's going to rupture this hardened heart that's around them. And maybe, maybe that won't be the one thing that, that breaks the hardening of their heart. Maybe it will be many encounters, but the one encounter that we give them, they can never deny it. They can never walk back from hearing the truth. They can try. They can try to bury it, but we know that when you bury it, it goes into the subconscious, and like a burr in your shoe, it will work and work and work until finally it fractures the paradigms of lies that they've accepted, the matrix. So, Father, we just pray that each person in their station, wherever they are in life, will embrace the privilege and the responsibility that you've given to each one of us, no matter where we sit, no matter what we do, that each encounter we have, each walk that we 
make, each step we make in this world, each breath we have is part of you and with you. And so that puts a responsibility on each one of us in such a huge way. And in that way, we cannot turn away from our responsibility that sits before us in everything we do to live in truth, to speak truth, to speak in the word, to live in the body of Christ, and to live as a living example of what that means. We have to work harder in those areas. And we're not perfect, and we're going to stumble. And that's okay, because we're going to repent, but we're going to be right back up there on the line. The one thing we've learned, Father, thank you, thanks to you and your never-ending love, is that we can endure what seems to be impossible things. When we reflect back on the last two years, what we have overcome, what was put upon us, at the time seemed to be almost unbearable and impossible. And yet here we are. We sit here today having avoided the lies, having stepped away from the threats, having not bowed down to this evil that just wanted to inject us, subdue us, enslave us, we still we stood strong. So thank you, Father. And again, as we enter into this new year, let us have those lessons of strength just flow through our hearts and our bodies. Let us continue to seek your guidance in everything we do. Make this 2023 a stepping forward in such a way, such a profound and powerful way that we listen to you, we answer the call, and we pursue what you need us to do. And we pursue it aggressively and relentlessly and we obey beautifully. So, Father, thank you for all that you've done for us, for bringing us to this point in a time and a place when this is going to be such an important place to sit tightly with you. Let us breathe in and breathe out to be in that moment with you, totally aligned with you in one body. Let us experience the infinite through you, through eyes to see that you give us, ears to hear that you provide. Let us live truly in such a time right now that we are one with you in all that we do, not separate, not, cate- not compartmentalized, but that we seek the perfection and unity of the body of Christ and through Christ to you, Father, in all that we do. So guide us in this time, Father. And Jesus, thank you for all that you've given to us as you continue to guide us and steward us in these times, as your banner flies high above us. And may the Holy Spirit fulfill, fill us full of all the incredible things the kingdom can bring. And may this be a year of miracles. May this be a, a year where we become the agents of your hands, Father, to bring miraculous things into this world. All it requires is for us to believe. Guide us, protect us, and let us put our doubts aside and step into what it truly is to be part of kingdom as your children of God. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Oh yeah, we're going to have a good year. I'm kind of excited. Actually, lots going on. It's already started out with a relative bang. Typical stupid stuff, but that's okay. We've got our January 6th protesters that are in jail. And we don't want to forget about them, though that is a very convoluted tale. So we want to just keep prayers up for that and trying to figure out where the real is and where the where the psyop is, because I swear it's got both ends to that. And then it would be no surprise, the awareness of the 
COVID-19 vax bioweapon is starting to expand. This is going to be a real shocker for people. Apparently, Elon Musk, who, by the way, supports mRNA, just wanted to make sure we're clear, as he is rolling out the truth files on Twitter, the Twitter files about Fochi this week, he also texted on the 28th of December that synthetic mRNA has amazing potentials. I'm sure it does. And how to kill people, it's great. It's already proven proven itself very, very well. So I say this because, as always, we're entering into a year where there's going to be enormous amount of potential, I mean, uh, temptations. And those temptations are going to be to draw people into this belief of science can conquer all. You're going to hear more and more of this. You're going to talk here about working with artificial intelligence to overcome things, to get rid of the menial tasks. You're going to hear about quantum computing to be able to design things so that we can have huge advances in medical science. If you haven't figured it out by now, we cannot trust anything these people do. And that means we have to go back to go forward. It means getting back to the simple principles of living simply, living first and foremost in our faith and our love in God and our relationship in Jesus and relying on the Holy Spirit and stepping back from this nonsense of man being able to become gods because these people believe that. And you're going to see an increasing push towards this. We have strange things coming out of the what is what we call our leadership, right? Strange things. And it's my expectation is a lot of what we're probably going to be pushed towards is they're going to increasingly accelerate the pressure towards a one-world religion and all this other nonsense to try to scramble everything in humanity. And there's going to be some big events this year. I don't think they're avoidable. You've got China that's getting positioning itself to invade Taiwan. You have the U.S. And I got this. This isn't, this comes actually comes from a friend of mine who's working up at Intel. And he's a welder up there and a fabricator. They are working around the clock to build out new prototype chip manufacturing systems. And then immediately, once they get them set, they're shipping them out because they're setting up chip manufacturing in the States as fast as they can And the reason you would do that is you're expecting that you're probably going to lose Taiwan and you're probably going to see a separation between China and the United States, which would translate in one way or another towards some form of warfare, whether it's economic or or actual military. So buckle up because this is going to be a pretty crazy year. And they are trying to use the excuse of the latest saying China is going to release some COVID thing. The best article out so far came out in Wall Street Journal that's now suggesting that the these bioweapon injections are causing the COVID variants, which is likely. But they're going to blame it on China. Why? Because they want a war with China. Because when you get a big war, if you can get a war with China and get a war with Russia, if you can do that, then you can erase the slate. You can wipe things out. People have, people's memory goes really fast because they're all worried about the war. And they can just start rewriting things. And don't think they're not preparing to do some major wipe and rewrite on the web so that most of the knowledge that people are bookmarking or whatever, it's going to disappear. So this has got to be in this first few months, and I can't stress this enough, make sure you're building knowledge libraries and paper or at least saving your files offline onto a separate disk. They don't have to do an EMP. That's that, You hear that a lot, like they're going to do an EMP. I don't know. 
And they don't have to do that. That's what you need to understand. All they need to do is just have their AIs scrape through and just start breaking links on the browsers. And they don't even have to take it off the web. All they have to do is break the link. So as an example, if they wanted to really cause a mass disruption, they would just simply take down the search engine Google and watch how the world would lose its mind because they wouldn't be able to access the web easily. And that would go the same with anybody, any other browser. So save your stuff offline and save it in a separate file off your hard drive from your desktop or your laptop. Get used to doing that. You should have been processing that all along, but I'm just saying that's the thing to be aware of because this year there's going to be disruptions. There's no question about that. We've already been seeing the lead up to this. They're being exposed. There's a banker video that came out today. The, the bankers talking about how they're going to start doing bail-ins. Bail-ins means that your money is going to get seized if it's in the bank, and then they're going to offer you shares in the bank to get your money back when the FTC or whoever whoever that is, that I can't even remember now, the uh, bank insurance group, I think it's FDIC, um, federal, yeah, the FDIC, they, when they insure your money in the bank, sure, they'll insure it up to, I think it's up to 100000 per account, but it's really important to understand that that 100000 in that account is only going to get to you when they have money again. And that could take six months to a year. So be prepared. They're, they're looking at, doing more scavenging of of your investment accounts because it's in their control. Lots of things are happening, and it's all part of this economic contagion that has started as people start to vacate the dollar, and th- this deep state group is all preparing for the Great Reset. They need a crisis so they can move everybody over to the new digital currency. They need to convince us, as they're trying very hard, all of them, that capitalism doesn't work that we need a new system, that our voting system is so corrupt that we need to get rid of it and start over. This is the whole idea. This is why you're not seeing any change in the vote because they're going to, my guess is Elon Musk will be right at the lead of this, pushing for a true democratization of voting. So they'll try to do online democracy type voting is what they'll offer. They're going to offer all sorts of great things like integration to the AI. That's They're suggesting now 2025, they're going to have Neuralink type connection set up so you can hybrid yourself into the artificial intelligence. Good luck on that. This is going to be a crazy year. And this is a turning point too. One of the critical things of this year is that we are heading into the beginning of the multipolar world. And that principle I'm going to talk about tonight because the multipolar world is different than we've ever lived in. Our lives have not known that. We've either known a bipolar world or a monopolar world. And the multipolar world is going to change everything. That means for us as a country, our laziness, our convenience of having easy money, of having cheap items, all of this, we're now competing on a level field in a multipolar world with somebody in Chile or somebody in South Africa or somebody in Rhodesia or Rwanda. I guess Rhodesia is not there anymore. It's just Zimbabwe. But my point is that we don't have any upper hand anymore. It's being, all that's being shredded. And so it's going to require a lot of innovation to stay in the game. So be prepared. Lots of things happening, plus our domestic upheavals that are only going to get worse. So 2023 is not a year that's going to be easy. It is a year that we will be able to continue to mobilize, organize, and truly stay focused 
on what's to come. And as long as you stay well prepared, we'll get through this just fine. Key things of preparation. Be smart about how you're preparing your home and always put God first. Pretty simple. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God's with us. He'll never forsake us. And God always wins. But we're here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We're at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.